This is Six Cold Feet Season 2, Episode 9, Army of Me. This episode contains adult themes and language. Just remember me, baby, when I'm in six feet of cold, cold ground. Juliet Knives was one of the most important musicians for me when I was younger. Claire and I both loved her. That's one of my strongest and best memories, watching Claire dance on my bed while we blasted one of Juliet's albums, singing, out of their beds, off with their heads, at the top of our lungs. We were horribly off key, but it didn't matter. What mattered was how Juliet's music held us, lifted us until we felt unstoppable, unkillable. Is it working? Yes, the tape's rolling, but are you sure it's a good idea to record these meetings? Yep. If there's a record, we can make sure no one snitches. We're all in this together. If anyone tries to rat us out, they'll go down with the ship like the rest of us. It's mutually assured destruction. But let's keep the tape between you and me, and Juliet, of course. The others are here. Attention! Attention, everyone! Juliet will be here any minute. Okay, yes, I'm excited too, obviously. But we need to remember what this is all about. We can't go acting like a bunch of fucking fangirls if we really want this to happen. Claire, what the bloody hell is that look all about? Well, it's... No, it's... It's nothing. Spit it out. I've... been having second thoughts. And you waited until now to tell us? Minutes, maybe seconds, before Juliet walks through that door. I tried to bring it up, but it was... difficult. Love, if you thought talking about your concerns was difficult, just wait until we go to actually do the deed. You have five seconds to walk out that door and forget everything you've heard so far. Or stay here and go through with it. No backing out. Ever. That goes for the rest of you. Are we all clear on that? <clears throat> I... Five. Vesper, do we really... Four. Can we just, like, talk about it? Time for talking's done. Three. I... Two. One. Alrighty then. Good choice. Hands out, everyone. Do we really have to do this? I mean, why doesn't Juliet have to spill blood? She will be spilling blood. Just not her own. Here, give me the knife. Okay, hands together, say it with me. I, I tried to come, I tried to escape. I tried to move on, I tried to meditate. I tried justice and I tried the law. There's only one option left to explore. All right, it's done. I love you girls. You're my family. I know you got doubts. I know some of you are scared. <clears throat> but I want you to think about the things that have happened to you. And think about the men who are still out there walking around, ready to do the same thing again at any moment. This is the corner we've been bagged into. This. Oh my God, oh my God. Oh my God. 
Why does it smell like my uncle's butcher shop in? Oh, Jesus, you aren't witches, are you? Just making a blood pact. How very pagan of you. I'd shake your hands, but, you know, hygiene. Have a seat. You want a beer? Sure. Anyone ever tell you guys you do a real nice impression of a bunch of stunned mullets? They're just excited to meet you. Here, let me introduce you to everyone. You know Claire and Lisette? What up, bitch? Hi, Juliet. It's so great to see you again. You look lovely. Sorry about the weird blood-packed thing. It was Vesper's idea. This is Susan, Miniami, Disha, Sasha, Lily and Gretchen. Hey, uh... Here, we have a few nibbles. Nothing too fancy, really? but we Didn't thought... expect there to be a cheese board at whatever kind of meeting this is. Ooh, is that Manchego? So, how does this work? Each of us has assembled a collection of cases from members of the many wives in cities across Australia. Some of them, of course, are our own. And how many in total? 27. Jesus. I know, I know. We've got to narrow it down to nine to work in with the schedule. We've got two options. We could discuss the cases from each city and then vote on each one. Your vote would have extra weight, of course. No, fuck that. But you're the one who's Doesn't gonna... matter. Soldiers don't get any more votes than garbage collectors in the real world, so why should... Oh, I'm, I'm not suggesting I'm any kind of soldier or that you are garbage collectors. I actually am a garbage collector. Oh, right. Well, thank you for your service. You've done more for me than any soldier ever has. Anyway, what's the second option? We select randomly. Right, so 27 cases. We spend 10 minutes discussing each. That's, what, four and a half hours? Yep. Before we decide on how we're going to decide, can I say a couple of things? Uh, listen, for years I've been kicking off my shows with this, well, somewhere between a proclamation and an incantation. I assume if you're all here and you've been to at least one of my gigs, right? Whoa, okay. Slow the fuck down. I didn't ask for a detailed history. I just meant when I made those promises and when I said, leave your fear outside, leave your worries behind and all of that, I, I meant it, you know? I wanted to create a sonic sanctuary, a, a safe space that was filled with joy and riffs and ecstasy and rapture, but I was naive. I was... Being an egomaniac, I couldn't control everything back then, not the way I wanted to, and look what happened. Juliet, for the hundredth time, it wasn't your... I don't want to hear it. <laughs> look at you. The prime of your youth. You should be running around and getting stoned and laid and educated. Maybe all at the same time if you're smart about it. So this time, I want to do things right. Vesper and I have been talking, and we've come up with a few ideas for a new tour. Okay, simmer down, chickadees. It ain't gonna be a whole rock and roll circus kind of deal. These shows are gonna be women only and invitation only. Only card-carrying members of the many wives are gonna be invited. Uh, do you have actual cards? Yeah, we yeah. made cards. Did you see the one that I made? Because oh, I made so some. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I designed them myself. See? Okay, great. That's... Jeez, I look like I have McJagger lips. You didn't want to... Sorry, I shouldn't criticize. I'm very flattered. In any case, these are not going to be club gigs or pub gigs. 
I want to perform in living rooms of private homes. Small crowds, tiny, 30, maybe 40 people max. That sounds amazing. But how will we decide whose houses you're going to play? That depends on the cases we pick. Why would it matter You'll which? You'll see. All right, can I just say, before we get into the real ugly shit, that I think it's incredible what you guys have done here. Vespa and all you, it takes guts and strength, and I am proud of each and every one of you. And aside from that, thanks for being a fan. I couldn't do what I do if you weren't out there screaming my lyrics back at me from the crowd, so, you know, thanks. It makes it all worthwhile. When I first started playing, trying to pick up a few bucks busking in Queen Street Mall, I would never have thought I'd end up with a bunch of people fucking tattooing my lyrics on their arms, let alone this whole blood oath sisters for life thing we've got going on here, so thank you. I mean that. I keep thinking about this one moment years ago when I was busking and I was playing that old protest song, Which Side Are You On? And I hear this screaming and I think, God damn it, how am I supposed to concentrate with all that yelling? I turn my head, and there on the periphery of my vision, I can just barely glimpse this guy yelling at his girlfriend. Like a non-stop barrage of vitriol. You fucking fat slut, you fucking bitch, blah, blah, blah. He didn't hit her, but there was such insinuated violence in his language. And everyone just kept walking past. And I sat there thinking, all these monsters walking past and letting it happen. Of course, I couldn't do anything about it because I was busy playing music. What could possibly be more important than stumbling your way through an old folk song for pocket change? Playing a song about great change to earn some loose change? There's probably a lyric in there somewhere. Anyways, I sat there judging all of these people walking past, telling myself if no one had done anything by the time I'd finished, I'd get up there and I'd say something. As I started the final verse, they walked off and I'd done nothing. Whilst playing a song about doing something. But I've always been big on talk and on pushing other people to make change in the world, but I'm embarrassed to say I've done precious little in the way of actually putting my own shoulder to the wheel. I'll be honest, sometimes I need that extra shove from someone I trust to show me which road to take. Otherwise, I just end up getting stuck at the crossroads, staring at the street signs and mumbling neurotically. I'm glad you gave me that shove, and I'm grateful we can do this together. Thank you, Juliet. You're an inspiration to us all. Right back at you, V. Okay, I don't like the idea of deciding things randomly, so I guess that means we're in it for the long haul. We all cool with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, okay, fine. Best, really. Great. Okay, let's look at these pieces of shit. Right, I guess we're diving right in the deep end with this one. Jason Pleckett, 31, Melbourne, brutally assaulted his pregnant girlfriend, resulting in the death of their unborn child and leaving her with permanent brain damage. <sighs> Fuck, it's gonna be a long night. Juliet, how'd the bar and baggy go? Great. Wish you could have been there. There weren't any uh, tech problems? Tech's been fine. Excellent. What's in your pocket? Tape recorder. You really sure we need all this blackmail and backup? I trust these women with my life. Trust is good. Trust and an insurance policy. 
is better. Right, if you say so. We're all ready for you. Good. Great. You all right? Yeah, just, you know, life on the road. You sure you want to go through with tonight? You've already done so much. No one's going to think less of you if you... Yeah, I'm sure. Wheels are already in motion. Might as well see this thing through to the end. All right, let's get this done. Hey there. Oh, hey, you. Love the haircut. You look amazing. Hang on, gorgeous. I just got to set up. Hello there, sisters. I want to thank you all for being on this very special show. As you know, these gigs are invitation only. If you've been invited, it's because you're someone who's loved and supported me and what I do over the years. And this is my way of paying you all back. There's this thing I used to say at the start of all my shows, and I thought I'd never say it again, but now, for the first time, I believe it to be absolutely true. So, good evening, my past and future lovers. Listen, listen, listen. I want to say something before we unleash a sonic tsunami upon your eagerly awaiting eardrops. I know outside there's fear. There's men who want to take away your power. There's corporations that want to take your money and your time and your soul smiling all the while. There's a government that hates the poor, the weird, the young, the sexually liberated. But I want you to put that aside for a moment because in here, behind these doors, in this space, there is all of you, and all of me, and this is our space, our time. Leave your fear outside, leave your worries outside. This is church for the unbaptized, salvation for the morally compromised, emancipation for the wage slaves, reincarnation for those headed for an early grave. In short, this is where magic happens. Let's get weird together. Well, my loves, here's where things get real. I'm gonna put on my little disguise here while we chat. Gosh, maybe makes my head itch. As you've been told, I'm gonna slip out for about 45 minutes or so, maybe maybe an hour. Investment's gonna put on the tape, me playing, and I want you all to clap and cheer between songs like you normally would. Make sure the neighbors hear it and keep it convincing enough that we all cover our asses. If anyone ever asks you, I never left. I was playing the whole time. We're each other's alibis, you remember that. We got each other's backs, no matter what. Snitches get stitches, bitches. You ain't up for that, best leave now. All right, good, that's what I thought. Okay, someone got cockies for me? It's the red Toyota, out front. You muddy up the number plates? You got it. And Lizette, you got that other key? Right here. I can't believe I'm actually glad I didn't throw this thing away. Okay then, I'll see you when I'm looking at you. Play the tape.
songs for you, but nevertheless, this has been a very special evening for me, and I hope for you too. Remember, if the cops ask questions, we all have the same story. What we did tonight was not the easy thing or the legal thing, but it was the right thing, and that's the only thing that matters. Okay. I love you all. Hey, thank you, Julia. It's okay, it's the least I could do. It is astronomically, exponentially more than the least you could do. I can't ever repay you. 
You know that, right? I wouldn't expect you to. We're all gonna be dead and buried someday, right? Might as well try and help out a few people while we can. Here's the tape in case you need it someday. But it's not exactly Kenny G, easy listening type stuff, so make sure you're good and ready before you listen to it. I will. Thank you. You're welcome. Hell, maybe I'll even write a song about it someday. <laughs> All right, best get moving. I got a long word ahead of me. This week's episode is brought to you by a new release from our wonderful sponsors, Odyssey Books. With technology becoming so complex and overriding ethical boundaries and our ever-expanding push into space, we have to develop our senses to their fullest potential. We have to evolve faster. These are the words Britta's mother spoke to her the night before she left on an EASA-sponsored mission in space. She never came back. After her mother's funeral, her brother also joined EASA and he went missing too. Having lost both her mother and brother, Britta Tate does not want to go with EASA when they come for her at age 13, but she doesn't have much choice. They process her as a psychic intern and begin a grueling regimen of training. 10 years later, she's accomplished at many psychic abilities, but she is frustrated that her astral searches have been unable to track down her brother. Perhaps he just doesn't want her to find him. And why? Does the number 49 keep appearing? That's The Hatch by Michelle Saftich, available now from Odyssey Books. Six Cold Feet is written by me, J.M. Dinellen, and I also sometimes write under the pen name Rebecca Solnit when I want to write thoughtful, considerate accounts of how communities can rebuild in the wake of tragedy like A Paradise Built in Hell, which is a book we should all be reading right now. I also, of course, write under the pen name Josh Janelle when I'm writing for younger readers, as with my new book, 19 and a Half Spells Disguised as Poems, which you can get now. It's a really fun book. I've been really enjoying seeing how kids and adults have been loving this book. It really makes me feel happy and warm and fuzzy inside. Also, all of my gigs and festival appearances and panels and teaching work have been cancelled, so if you could buy this book right now, I'd really appreciate it. This week's testimonial is a very special one from the team at Palimpsest, one of my favourite podcasts. They kicked off around the same time as us, and it's been really amazing to watch them grow as creators. That character is the season one character, Annalise, and it's an anthology series like ours. I have to say, I think season three is my favorite so far. It's beautifully done. Um, but each one is a new story uh, with the wonderful team of Jameson Ridenauer is the writer and creator and producer, and Haley Hittinger, who's the co-creator and amazing actor. And they just weave these beautiful, dark, stories that are touches of horror and gothic and really beautiful magnetic stuff so it was a real joy to see that character Annalise talk about Julian Knives that was something pretty special go and check their show out for sure this week's cast was Elizabeth Best Kate Logan Haley Francis and Jenna Saini and Jessica McGaugh and Melanie Zanetti were sneakily yelling in the background a little bit there as well big shout out to Mel whose show Bluey a wonderful kids show set right here in Brisbane picked up an international Emmy recently, which is fantastic. If you haven't seen it, it's a beautiful, joyous show for kids. Go and check that out. It is fantastic. Music by Kate Logan, Scott Mercer, Adele Pickfence, and Ash Shanahan. Their band, Adele and the Chandeliers, have a brand new single called Something Good Is Happening. Go and check that out now. We'll put a link in the show notes. It's a wonderful piece of work. I was supposed to go see them play the other week, but then the coronavirus happened, so I didn't. But I look forward to seeing them as soon as I am able. As always, we have to say a huge thank you to our sponsors on Patreon, especially Sandy Darling, Tony Zolo, Girl in Space, a podcast that I talk about every week because it's so freaking good and we love them. 
very funny, very dark, very creative. Kathleen and Anna Cook as well. And of course, if you haven't, please do a little review for us on Podchaser or on iTunes or whatever. We really appreciate it. People who are talking about our show on Reddit, I could kiss you if I wasn't locked in my house and if it wasn't a really bad idea because of coronavirus. But it means a lot. As soon as this thing is over, if you're in my town, look me up and buy a new beer. Check in on your friends right now. People need to be hearing from each other. Send them a text. And maybe while you're doing that, tell them about our show. Maybe just send the words six and then 10 minutes later, cold, and then 10 minutes later, feet, to really build the anticipation so they don't know what's really going on. That could be a fun way to do it. Anyway, thanks again. Next week is the big finale, our last episode for season two.